Hello, good people, and welcome to episode four of season eight of the Brunswick Beer Collective. And we are again at the ancestral home, the Isle House. I'm Chris Shorten, with me is Jeffrey Chi. Evening. With me is Paul Christoph. Hello. And with me is... All right, so um, <laughs> that, uh, that, th- those of you who've listened um, um, over the past few years, or even if you just listened last week, um, you- you'll know that sometimes we look through uh, untapped check-ins, and well, be, every week we look through untapped yeah. check-ins, Chris. But no, no, sometimes we look through Sometimes we look at them as well, and that, I suppose, and, you're right. And that we um, that repeatedly say um, someone's name. And then we say, we should get that person on the show. And we and proceed then, to do nothing. Yeah, and then we do absolutely nothing. Mm. However, something strange happened last week. So after we finished recording, um, we happened to walk out, and we, we'd been talking about this guy named Charles, who had been checking things in. And then we happen to walk out of uh, the side room where we are now and into the main room, and there's Charles. Yep. Like, actually, Charles, because it turns out Charles is an old friend of Jeff's. That's right. Yeah, we went to school together. It's a long time. It would be like 20... Don't, 20, yeah, don't, don't count how many years. The 1920s. Yeah. The 1920s, oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. We were back in... Many score ago. Yeah. And we started drinking back in Prohibition days. Yeah. Mm. Uh, mm. You know, it was a lot more dangerous yeah, yeah, then. You guys are rebels. Yeah, correct. <laughs> so, based on that, we have Charles with us. Yes, hello. Hi, I am Charles. Um, I should say that my name is Charles Dash on, on Untapped, which is why no one knows what my last name is. Um, and I realised that was a mistake because Chris here can't actually say my last name, so... I think I should put my last name in. I, I suspect if you'd written it down, you wouldn't be able to say it. Well, no, that would have been so. more amusing. That's yeah, why. I guess like, so. he doesn't, he's got an excuse. Mm. That's but, unfortunate. So no, I'm just Charles. No, you, you, I mean, you can you can say your name if you like. Charles Goodyear. Goodyear. I would totally cop that up. Repeatedly. Yeah. <laughs> just try not to say it again. Yeah, yeah. It, it's going to be safer for everyone. Yeah. Cue sound effect of Destiny's Child saying my name now. <laughs> <laughs> no, we are not playing, at, playing ASCAP for the um, right to use that song. <laughs> So, we are drinking beer, we're at the Ale House, and we thought, um, we thought it would be a good way to start by the fact, you know, because we, you know, we discovered your drinking habits via Untapped, yeah. and I thought it would be a good place to start to actually talk about Untapped, because, you know, Untapped is this crazy beast that we're all connected to. Hmm. Yep. And connected by. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, so let's, let, let's, let's like, make a start. Does anyone remember their first beer check-in? Yeah, I actually looked it up. Mm. I remembered it anyway because mm. I have a faculty for these things. It was the mm. Grizz by Two Brothers, uh, the, the And Ale, which is um, quite a tasty mm. beer. And it was at the Raccoon Club, which was mm, the where, I, where I started my sort of spiritual journey through craft beer. Mm. I, I also revisited the Ancestral the ancestral ancestral Home uh, mm. last Saturday, so which you would have mm. noticed mm. quite well when I turned <laughs> up at Paul's yes. house completely hammered before, yeah. uh, before proceeding to drink more... Well, it was wine, actually. It was wine. It even yeah, I mean, wine. you stopped drinking beer. That was the important Well, I had already stopped yeah. drinking beer. So I had already had beer and whiskey, and then we're on to mm. wine. I, th- I think I think I've got this rule. It's it's a very loose rule. But it's not so much a rule as, like, a, a principle that, like, if you have four different drinks in a night, then that you're guaranteed to be fucked. <laughs> you might be fucked if you have less than four different drinks as well, which I had, and I was. But, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's a... So that was that was that was the um, that was the first beer. Like um, I'd always been a big fan of the Grizz, and just I think it just happened to be on tap mm. when I was there on that day. And I think it's because Ben and I, like maybe the day before, had been mm. out and had run into someone, and just were just chatting at a bar. And the guy said, "Oh, have you used this thing called Untap before?" And we went, 
and then just mind blown at whoa. <laughs> well, that's what happened with uh, me and sometimes guest Gareth. Hmm. We were here Who for quiz, and is. it was Jeff and Ben. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, we so better have, have you heard of this? This was, of course, a couple of weeks after we'd come back mm. from Biabana. It's like, oh, if only we'd known about this. Imagine all those badges we could have got when we were <laughs> driving and drinking. Not at the same time, around <laughs> New Zealand. And um, anyway, so mine is The Gunslinger's APA by Tubrak. Ah. Interestingly, when I go to click the details of the check-in, it just says uppercase N, lowercase A, uppercase N, check-ins, instead of you know one check-in or two check-ins. Mm. But I am pretty confident that that was actually at the Tubarak um, pub slash brewery. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I gave it 3.5. It's American Pale Ale, obviously, APA. Um, the global average is 3.45, so looks like that's generally what people think of that beer. And yes, it was also the, uh, the floodgates opened after that well. fateful day. And then that was obviously, you know, the badge and everything. And, you know, once you start with the badges, you can never stop with the badges. Well, I'm glad that my first beer was a 3.5. Right. October 6, 2013. Charles, what about you? Well, I did look this up because I, I had been forewarned. And <laughs> it, I was actually, I had completely forgotten. And I was quite impressed I actually have a story hmm. about it. So, so well, awesome. well picked as a topic. Um, yes. It was, uh, the first beer I checked in was the Unificator by Temple. Uh, which was a once-off beer they did in Stefano, wasn't it? It was, yes. And I loved that beer. Um, I dragged Amy across there several <laughs> times to to go and and drink that one. And uh, so it's a Weizenbock. Um, so it's it's um, a southern German style, I think. It's a it's a dark wheat beer, effectively. Um, so it's a combination of things that I tend to like. Um, and they mixed it with another beer, just to be weird. They they had the the Weizenbock part came from came from Germany, uh, Stefan, I think. Yep. And then they added another beer that they made here, and I honestly don't hmm. know exactly what it was. Whether it was a, another um, VB, yeah, it could have been. No, it was a, it was dark. It was quite a dark beer. So it was it was VB been left out in the sun. Yeah, it could have been. <laughs> I can't because I remember the it's second like the reverse of sun bleaching. VB's exactly. super weird. VB yeah, has all sorts of strange Doctor Strange stuff. But it basically it reminded me of somewhere between a wheat beer and a stout. Um, so it was an unusual mm. mix. And it had that banana-y wheat beer yeah. flavour, but with a kind of chocolatey stout. Because I remember the second year, though, the guys actually came over from Germany. Right. And I was over when they were sort of brewing, and you could see them through that big... Because oh, yeah. I... Was, I too really enjoyed it when it first yep. came because Weinstefan, that was one of the first sort of craft beers that I tried. It's a yeah, place yeah. called the International Beer Shop in Perth and right. back, you know, back in the days before I was mm. even to craft beer, it was pretty much the only place you could go to for interesting beers. And it's like, ah, oh, try this, you know, which is the first wheat beer I'd ever tried. And I was like, that wasn't a Who Garden. And it was like, yeah. wow, mm. this is yeah. so much better than that. <laughs> And then, yeah, when I saw, oh my god, there's a brewery in my neighbourhood that is doing a collaboration with these guys. So cool. Yeah. It's a shame that they don't... Temple. I know it was different owners and different brewers at the time, but do a new one. Yeah. We'd all, we'd all, we'd all drink it. Oh, I absolutely would. Well, I remember, I, I checked that in because I'd the heard about this. I'd heard hey. about this. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've, you've basically just sold it there. Yeah. Well, you've got to do it now, right? Um, Temple, so. if you're well, listening. Someone has to do it. Yeah. Someone has to do it. With Temple. Mm. 
Because I guess it would have to be like all one step. I guess one of them would have to be involved. Otherwise, it would you know, ideally both of them. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Well, we can always just walk across the road after this and yeah, bang right. heavily on the door. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, um, yeah, that that was my first check in, and that was because I loved that beer, and they were pretty much running out. Like they were they were telling me there were not many left mm. and I'd heard about this app and I thought, right, I love this beer. I've heard about this app. I'm going to record it so everyone knows and there you are. That, <laughs> nice. That was it. That was my first check-in and five stars to start with and it was all downhill from there. Well, did you get a badge for it? Uh, I, I you don't think you must were... get a badge for your first check-in. I don't see any badges there's, there. There's the, you get the newbie badge for it, I'm pretty sure. Like, there's there's a badge. Was this pre-badge? Were there always badges? Yeah, because I, I don't actually have a badge recorded for my first either. So maybe you need yeah. five before you get the newbie. I definitely have a badge recorded for my mm. first one. Really? And, um, and I was obviously on untap before you were. Mm. So see, oh, yeah. if you go to the badges, yes. you can back tap on it, and then yeah. it'll tell you what beer you had. Ah. That's, that's the faster way. To, I don't, I don't know mm. if anyone else kind of did it that way to find out what their first check-in was. Um, no, I, I went to beers I, and sorted by oldest to newest. Yeah, ah, I see. I, I, I was a lame person. Went to went to the website and got an Excel spreadsheet. Oh, no, no. Oh. Hey, 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 man. Hey, hey, hey. There's nothing. Excel those, spreadsheets Those sell. spreadsheets are useful, all yeah. right? People wonder why world, world peace has eluded humanity for so long. Not enough spreadsheets. You could solve all the world's problems with spreadsheets. Alternatively, a lot of the world's I problems like, I feel like, started with spreadsheets. Yeah, a lot of the world's problems are caused by yeah, spreadsheets. I feel yeah, like so this, a, this is going to win with a, um, so I a zero love sum game. I feel like it's rather like beer, right? Causes problems, solves problems. Yeah, yeah. very true. Like, very true. Like every every shattered computer I've created mm. has been pretty much the result of a spreadsheet, <laughs> like either directly or indirectly. You know, it's it's been it's been a journey. Yep. Well, I can't really compete with most of this because I only joined Untapped on, I think it was October third, two thousand sixteen. Your check-in was on the podcast, wasn't yeah. it? Live. Because uh, that's what I agreed to do for the start of one of the seasons that I can't recall. Although, oddly, so my check-in was a Sunset Owl from Two Birds, and it uh, is, I got the Night Out, Night Out badge, and the Newbie badge, and it was at the Owl House Project, and as a strange twist of fate, my pre-beer that I'm sipping right now is also a Two Birds, two birds beer. Yeah. It doesn't really mean anything whatsoever, <laughs> but it, was, it does also mark when, for the fir- at least the first week, I actually added comments. Ah yes, yeah. comments. There's something that goes very quickly. Yeah, I don't. I think I ever added comments. You never add comments or ratings. No, no, just don't do it. Yeah. Refuse. So interesting. If you go to the newbie badge, then it does give you more details. So I did have that beer at the Two Brack Hotel and Brewery. And of course, Untapped is one of those weird things where it's kind of, uh, it's whatever intuitive way that you think you should be finding things. Yeah. That's not the way. Not you oh, it doesn't. It doesn't say NAN check-ins <laughs> anymore. It now says two check-ins. Mm-hmm. So it was clearly a uh, bug. Yeah, yeah. Mm. finding shit on Untapped is yeah. super frustrating. Like, mm. super, super frustrating. It's, like, well, it's a very you... odd search function. So you search for... Unless you search <laughs> for the exact term in the exact order that it's in, it won't find it. So yeah. if a beer is called the Fantastic Stout, and you type Fantastic Stout, it will not find it. You have to type in the Fantastic Stout. And even then, it may not be. Yeah, it could be the tenth beer on the list. It's, yeah. I don't know what search algorithm yeah. they use. And beers, and beers that come you know, before it are beers that are not yeah. related to what you've typed in. Well, that's right. Well, dude, you, you must be. Well, you see, you see it come <laughs> augment this somehow. Yeah. Right? So yeah, well, my, my you'll be typing beer. the beer in, and it pops up, yeah. 
but then you've you've already typed a couple more letters and then disappears and you're like, why did top? <laughs> now I will never find that again. And then disappeared <laughs> as I became more yeah. specific. Yeah, my pet peeve is I reckon they they prioritize American brewers before Australian. Mm. It could be just that they're bigger, like they mm. they prioritize the ones that sell more or the check in more. But um, so often I type in the exact name of a brewery, for example, mm. and you get you know eight other breweries mm. listed mm. before mm. it that have similar names, and then you have the exact name that you typed in <laughs> right yeah. down the in bottom. Fact, in fact, let's let's <laughs> test this right now because I think I've got a good example of this. Let me let me let me, let me try this. Oh no 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 no! I, I tell a lie. I, I thought I had a good example. I was I, I they must have fixed it. But like yeah, there was there was one. I think it was like when I typed like the first, when I used to search for like Moon Dog. I would get, you know, half moon and blue moon and, you know, mountain dog because Mm. someone had entered the wrong brewery in there and like just all sorts of things would come up and moon dog would be be like the the tenth on the list. Well, I'm going to start with this. Seeing seeing my beer first check in was Temple. Mm. uh, The first result for Temple is what? Oh, um, BJ's Restaurant and Brew House. I mean, we <laughs> all want to go to here's good, Let me be clear. We all want to go there, but... Here's a good example. Okay, you go to brewery, you type in The Mill Brewery, which I was at on um, Friday, hmm. and they still have my credit card because I forgot to close my tab. <laughs> um, good work, First brewery stuff. that comes up, Brasserie del Mill Collines in Rwanda. Rwanda, wow. Mm. Second brewery, Mill Street Brewery. Third brewery, Millstream Brewery. Fourth brewery, Rock Mill Brewery. Next one, <laughs> Millersburg Brewing Company. And so on and, forth, so on and so forth. Until you scroll to the end of the list, literally. Um, okay, at the end of the list, and then it refreshes and there's a mm. few more. So it's more than halfway down the it's list. It's the 25th item on the list. The mm. Mill Brewery. <laughs> wow. Why? Why? It, and, it, and there is nothing else that is called the Mill Brewery before I, that. I don't know what the logic pattern is, and people from Untapped. Why? Untapped. If you're listening, in fact, we're going to try and get you on the show at some point. We don't know when. The most commonly used function on Untapped is the search function. Mm. Mm. Interestingly, and well, this is this is both interesting and disturbing. If you put the mill brewery in in, in quotation marks. It's even worse. <laughs> like it's not even on. So it doesn't list. use standard Boolean operators. No. No, like it's even further down the list if you do that. Like, it's like, nope, nope, fuck you. <laughs> However, I will flag something that Untapped is doing really well these days. Badges. No, um, promos. Oh, yeah. Because right now I can get um, Untapped headwear 20% off. Um, yeah, but is that doing promos well, Chris? Well, is think, that? Well, I think the promos is that. Well, that, I can that's find them really easily. I guess the obvious proof of the American focus there. You basically don't get promos here or yeah. special badges. I mean, I assume, I assume it's open to everybody. I assume people here maybe don't see the value in doing it because I assume the functionality mm. is available well, for everybody. I mean, why wouldn't it be? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I mean, I guess so. I mean, I they've had the... Oddly, they've had the same... Um, every time I've opened it, they've had... No, no, not anymore. Um, they used to have like Goose Island was the first ad that appeared on every every single time you open the ad. I think that promo's over now. Yeah. They're all those special badges, yeah. Mm. So that is, I mean, obviously Untapped is, you know, it's 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 everyone's favourite um, thing to make fun of. But it is kind of good. I still no, like Untapped. Yeah, a valuable resource. Yeah. We're addicted to it now. 
Yeah, absolutely. I, it, well, I, and I think that's what that's what that's what makes you tolerate like all these like things. <laughs> like if this was anything else, yeah, I would have just thrown it at the wall mm. and walked off basically. But like, yeah, it's sort of become so integral that you just go like, this is really annoying. <laughs> but I need it. But, but I, I can't look away. It's like it's like it's like any feature on say iOS or Android that just mm. really pisses you off, and you just go like. Really gives me the shits, but I'm just gonna put up with it because what else am I gonna do? Like I can't not use it. Yeah. That'd be crazy. <laughs> exactly. Well, it is. It is the universal beer drinking mm. app now. And, and a couple of months ago, I was at a work trip in uh, San Diego, and um, I, I was there by myself. I didn't know anyone else there, um, but about a hundred people at this at this thing that we were at, and um, and I got up. On, the end of the day and said said in front of a room full of people um i, I hear there's good beer here this is san diego <laughs> yeah. anyone who wants to join me for a beer come along so i, I got a dozen random people and we we went to um now i'm going to remember the name who does the sculpins in ballast point, ballast point? Mm. the ballast one point. yeah that that's where we went we went to ballast point and um and so we all grabbed our beer and we all sat down at a big table and the first thing we did before anyone had a sip of beer, <laughs> everyone got their phone out and there was untapped on every single <laughs> phone. Yep. And I didn't know any of these people, mm-hmm. but this is how you do it. This is, this is what, what it is. Making friends through untapped. Yep. Yeah. But, which is exactly how we are now. Yeah. And one of these days we'll get like all the other people that we said we were going to get on who we found on untapped. Um, we won't do that. But yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a noble objective. It's yeah. a nice idea. Look, on that note, I think we should move on. And we are back and we're on to beer number one. And beer number one is obviously the one before beer number two. And it is... It's the sleeping... Well, I say beer number one is actually always beer number two. Well, that's a good point because there's always a pre-beer that becomes the drinking. That's beer zero. Oh, good beer point. Zero. Yeah, yeah, no, we, we need to take the... It's um, like beer alpha. Yeah. <laughs> beer zero. This is beer one. Occasionally there's no beer zero, though. Like, when yeah. we're really hungover, then it's just like, right. <clears throat> we just need to <laughs> just need to get through this thing, and we can yeah. go back to yep. dying. Or, or whatever hovel we've been hiding in. That's right. That's right. So this one is the Sleeping Lemons Export. It's by Wild Beer Company. I'm pretty, no. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Is that, is that yes. what it is? Yeah. Um, it's a lemon meringue goza. That was unexpected. Yeah. Mm. But, um, so yeah, 6%. Uh, so it's a bit maltier than a normal goza, I guess. This doesn't taste as thin as a goza mm. would. Well, I was just thinking, does that, that sounds high for a goza. Is that um, accurate? Yeah, I don't know. The goza we had last night was... Yeah, so the goza we had last night was Three, about... 3.5. Yeah, you can get gozers in like mm. five to six range. It'd be hard to push it too much higher without completely just fucking with the style. You can get sours up at like seven, eight percent. I wonder if there's a. I wonder if there's like a fourteen percent gozer out there. Uh, yeah, the imperial yeah. goza. That's that's a good idea. Yeah. We should we should we should we'll, we'll pitch that. it to yeah, someone. Edit that out. We'll, we'll, we'll back <laughs> that and uh, and use it. I know that seems like a lot of work. Well, yeah, interesting. You know. The sleeping lemons, which I had on New Year's Eve. Is um only three point six percent. Well, you had this one on the fifteenth of May as well. Yes, well, that was the Good Beer Week um UK. Oh, was it UK Takeover? Ta- ta- yeah. okay. And I, I, I did. And I, well, that, I know what I gave it then. So 
So you forgive that again? See. Yeah. So, all right, initial thoughts, people. What do we think? I mean, can you taste a lemon meringue? I definitely taste that lemon citrus. Mm. You can smell it. You can smell it. Look, you can definitely taste the lemon. I, you, you do kind of wonder whether they just sort of said, let's add lemon, uh, let's say it's lemon meringue and um, bet people just think think that's what it is because yeah, you've yeah. said that that's what it is. Yeah. But meringue is sweet and this has a bit of sweetness to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually had some meringue earlier today. Well, there you go. Not lemon meringue, just meringue. <laughs> just, 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 just play meringue. Yeah, just play meringue with, with chocolate. <laughs> Perhaps that's meant to be served. There should be a little meringue, like a hot chocolate. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Right. Well, what are people saying about it? Then? What are people saying about it? Uh, so Laura D at the Fine Ales Brewery, which I'm pretty sure is the brewery that I went to. It's between. It's at, it's in Scotland. It's on the way when you go from the ferry that you would take over to Isla back to Edinburgh. Um, who said Tart Fine Fest? So they must have been having some beer festival there. Mm. Okay. Um, I was going to read this one by. But yeah, it's in Danish or Swedish, so. I mean, what, you, you mean you can't read Danish or Swedish? Veldig Sörlig det smaka citron. I mean, I guess that means, you know, citrus flavour. Iki sa my salt. Oh, well, so I guess, yeah, he's salty and citrusy. And I don't know what the first thing is, so he gave it three. Although, knowing our, like, none of those words mean what they you know, no. look like they so, mean. So, very thank you very much, our Borg, Borg G in Ellingsvik. Right. So, sorry, just as an aside to this one, how difficult was it to find this on Untapped? Uh, pretty easy. I think once you've had something as well, it because it knows that yeah. you've searched for stuff. I haven't had this before actually. I just typed lemon export and it was the first beer that came up. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, but I think there must just be no other beers that could, that have those that have those words in the name, and so it's the only thing that could appear. Otherwise, it'd be completely obvious that they're fucking with us. Otherwise, they need to you need to keep it subtle, all right? You need to keep it subtle. You can't just make it completely blatant. Yeah. <laughs> emu export? No, no, lemon export. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we search for emu export and lemon export comes up, then we know. We yeah. know. Yeah. We Something's gone horribly, horribly wrong. Uh, okay, we've got Jamie M on June 2nd. Uh, haven't bothered with untapped in weeks, but sleep in lemons export. I'm back, bitch. XO, 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 X. Interesting. Uh, four X's, but only three O's. Why more kisses than hugs? Is there something behind that? Probably not. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Purchased it it at Grunting Growler and gave it four stars. Uh, Steffo at Drygate. Refreshing refreshing lemony taste. Quite a mild goza. Not too tart. Quite easily drinkable. I think I I agree with all those things. Yeah, Yeah, I support that. Charles, anything? Yeah, I think it is is actually very easy to... I, I haven't looked at what other people are saying because I figure you guys can do that. Um, but norm- normally this is the point where you would quote me on, on what I said yeah, last time. Well, but I haven't right. had this one, so my check-in isn't on. on yeah, that's yet. right. That's right. You, you, you mean you didn't pre-check in the, um, the beer just so we could read it out? No, no, sadly. Yeah. Um, but it, 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 does seem, it does seem sort of, oh, I'd say almost classic in style in that it's, you know, it's a bit mm. sour and a bit wild almost and a little bit salty, but... Um, it is stronger. I think now I think mm. about it, it does seem stronger. It seems sweeter, maybe than than yeah. I'm used to. But it, it's very pleasant. Is that what ex- like export means? Does that mean it's meant to be stronger? So it survives a journey, something like that. 
Like, so this guy here, Chris R at Piccadilly Tap, the fine lemony goza, but I'm not tasting anything export about it. Quite thin and watery. Hmm. Obviously, it doesn't mean that it's... Well, maybe it originally meant that it was meant to be exported. Does that mean it was boozier or had more of something in it that made it boozier? So, like you said, survive the journey? Wait, wait, I For, think Jeff Foreign slash it. export stout. Description. A special style of stout that is brewed bigger than normal for a long journey. The more traditional foreign slash export stout we found... But we're correct. So. Yeah, it's anyway. <laughs> we're just to survive the first part, the second part doesn't make grammatical sense. Ignore that. Um, yeah, higher in alcohol. So I guess it's like it's like between mm. the Goza and the Imperial Goza. It's like a one and a half Goza is the, yeah. the export Goza. I'm not sure it doesn't taste very export. No. But of course, then again, I don't think I've ever seen a Goza export before. <laughs> but I think, I think it, it is more full-bodied than, like, compare this to the Goza that we had last night. Mm. Yeah, and I mean, you tasted it, Chris, you and yeah, I had yeah. it. Like, this has definitely yeah. got more to it than... Yeah, there's a certain... It would be really interesting to, to do a side-by-side of this beer, the export mm. and non-export versions. Yeah. Mm. You would be able to tell, yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah, if you had them side-by-side, yeah, side, compa- sure. And also, the, the, the other problem with the comparison to last night is just, like, mm. very difficult, very different physical condition, to like, like mm. tonight versus last night. Like, yeah, as <laughs> We were all fucked. Yeah, yeah. For context of people, um, we had had a very, very big night on the Saturday, and then the Sunday we went by to Thunder Road Brewery, which is yeah. one just down the road from the outhouse and down the road. And they've opened up their bar now. The, well, they seem to actually have doors open at times that are. Times we walk past. Yes, we don't. We don't believe it. We don't believe it. And we walked past, and sure enough, the gates were open, and there were people there. It's pretty cool spot. Yeah, cool. Very, very low lighting. I I had been there before they had any regular hours. They would occasionally have a one-off opening, um, which was great, and then. But yeah, never seemed to actually be open. Food looked pretty good. Sort of Mexican food, reasonably priced. Don't know if it tastes any good, but. The, the price is right. We will, we will be back and we will talk about it on a, another yeah, podcast. For sure. But yeah. but yeah, we had the Goza there, which was their, it was one of their like specialty beers or something mm. that they had on the time, and it was 3.5%. And it was just sort of, you drank and you thought, this tastes like a Goza. Yeah, Standard Thunder Goza. Road, like, yeah. Mm. Yeah. does what it says in the box. Yeah. Mm. But we should actually back to give beer. this a rating. Give this a rating. Okay. Um, yes. So, I never go first, so I'm just going to go first. I, you should. I really enjoy this. I'm, I'm not going to give it a 4, but I'll give it a 3.75. Okay. Um, yep, I gave it 3.75 back in May, and I'm sticking to that. It's, yeah, it's very tasty. It's, um, yeah, salty, citrusy, it's nice. Wood. I'm drinking again, and wood drink <laughs> further, more. <laughs> well, I say damn you, because I, I picked 3.75 in my head. Um, and then you guys came up with it, so I, I feel like I'm copying. But I think it, it is. Um, I, I really like it. Like that's the kind of rating I give to something that I quite like. But it, you know, maybe isn't my top choice. It's. You know, I think the lemony flavour isn't something I want all the time. But I'm drinking beer, but it's nice. Like one off like this is really enjoyable. Yeah, I think three point seven five is entirely entirely reasonable for conclusion to land at. So let's go with that. We have had four people give maybe the Bernie Bur- Bourbon County Barrel Stout. We yeah. had a consensus with four people. I think I think we would have. Yeah, yeah. not on all of them, but I think on at least on at least one the or two. The proprietors, I think we did. Yeah, but yeah, I think I think yeah. we still a bit of even then we had a bit of variation with some of the um mm. the variations on it. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, avid listeners, um, let us know where, where we've completely cocked that up. Um, anyway. Or one of you. <laughs> Let's or move or on to beer number two. And we are back and we're on to beer number two. And beer number two is, what is it? The Matakana Imperial Oyster Star by Liberty Brewery from New Zealand. It's a 10% Imperial. Interestingly, it's not listed as an Oyster Star. It's listed as an Imperial Double Star. Uh, I was, I'm not sure if there's even a category sure? for Oyster Star. I thought some of them were when we searched for them earlier. I may be hmm. wrong. I probably am wrong. Oh, I'm, 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 I, I just think that that's, if it was me, I would not bother making it that granular because like, I don't think there's that many oyster stouts that you'd need to make a whole category Probably for. Probably not. But, mm. you know. But. Okay. It is a 10% stout. Right. And how easy was this one to find? Super easy because when you type the name in, it was, I must, again, must be the only beer called Maracana or some variation on that or, you know. Or even if you anagram it, it must go like, nope, nope, we couldn't find anything to fuck you with, so we're just going to put the beer up. Too bad. Does anyone know what Matakana actually means? Uh, no. There must be someone, but probably yeah. not at this table. <laughs> someone out there knows what What's it means. Uh... <laughs> so, what does Matakana mean? Distrust. Distrust. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, or... Google. Or I've also I'm I'm on wordhippo.com <laughs> because no, no. wordhippo is the now now no, no, okay Google is picking that up as well. No. <laughs> go away, go away. It means distrust. It also means observant. Hmm. That's a really interesting like. Yeah. That's a great thing about that's it's the worst thing about the English language is that we have just too many words. Right? Mm. We have too many words that mean the same thing. I love economy of language. I love that you know that you can use <clears throat> the same word to mean multiple things, and you're just meant to figure it out from context because you should <laughs> yeah. be able to, like in context, it should be obvious whether someone's saying, "Hey, I don't trust you," or "Hey, man, you're really observant." It should be quite yeah. obvious. I yeah. Think. So I don't think there's any problem with the, the dual usage of, of the word. That's like um, Japanese and Chinese, isn't it? Mm. Yes, this yeah. word means seven things depending on how you say it and the look on your face at the time. <laughs> Like whether you punch the guy in the face just forehand, yeah. all these sorts of things make a difference, right? Makes it sound like a finishing move, really. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, Mortal Kombat. Well, in Mortal Kombat, we trust. Yeah, interesting. This is also a collaboration with Halitar. Who's Halitar? Okay. A uh, Auckland brewery. Yeah. Liberty is in New Plymouth. I really need to get to the rest of New Zealand at some point. You do it, so. The rest good compared place. to where? Oh, I've only been to Wellington. All oh, right. Um, so well, it's not a bad place to start. Yeah, but it's I. Uh, I'm told there's more than just Wellington there. I mean, I've seen Lord of the Rings. Yeah. 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 Um, th- they didn't just shoot it all in that one city. Though then again, I mean, breweries are good there, so why would you leave? Exactly. So, all right. Initial thoughts, people. Tastes like, like an oyster stout. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But it's not, um, so I find it interesting. So I was mentioning on the uh, break, a place called the Porterhouse in Covent Garden. It's actually an Irish brewery. Mm. And um, they've also got a bar in Ireland. So I've been to both of them, but very early on day in London, it would have been uh, January 2010, I tried their oyster stout. And at the time, I remember this was, you know, I need to spit this out this is awful mm. i cannot drink this but normally i want to do that with a beer but 
I couldn't handle it. And I vowed to never have an oyster stout again because that thing was foul. Wait, now, wait, wait. Just, just guarantee... out of curiosity, the vow, was that some sort of, like, did you swear on, like, the yellow pages or something? Or... <laughs> Probably a Time Out magazine, given the uh, context of the event I was at. <laughs> <Yeah>. But, um... <laughs> Ooh. Uh, TNT, sorry, not Time Out. TNT. Oh. Yeah, which doesn't exist anymore, does it? Well, it's just a website now, isn't it? They don't I do the magazine. I think so, yeah. Anyway, um... And if you do do the magazine, sorry for, uh... Sorry, TNT. Lying about that. But, um... I wonder if I would despise that beer if I tried it now. I'm guessing probably mm. not. No, I it does only have an average of 3.08 on untapped. Yeah, so. that's complicated. It's but interesting. Maybe, maybe next time, I'm, next time I'm in London. It is interesting. <laughs> yeah. It is interesting. So, I mean, you know, Jeff can obviously try it in a few mm. weeks. Yes, I can. I'll be, and, uh, I'll be back in the, uh, in the UK in a couple of weeks. That's right. Back in the hood. Back in the hood. That's right. it. Yeah. Well, all right, we will check in and um, get you to go back to that place and yeah. find that beer. Done deal. Um, we'll go back to the Jeff hasn't been yet. Yeah. I will go <laughs> to the place that Paul has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the porterhouse. Yeah, the porterhouse. In fact, someone told me the other day, someone else told me that I should go to the porterhouse. It's a really cool well. place. Yeah. I was yeah. there on Canada Day about six yep. years ago as well. Does that make sense? Um, and hello to all of our London listeners. Stay drinking pints. Yes. Yeah. That, that is a cool Yeah, that, cool photo. that, that photo of the guy run, running away and he's got the pipe in his hand. saving his pipe. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. It's like, yep, yeah. that's London right yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it makes you, as a beer drinker, you sort of go, yeah. 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 So, let's talk about this beer. What are people saying about it? Well, I guess speaking of uh, Wellington and also speaking of people who have said we will get on mm. the podcast and that we never have, there's our good friend Chris. Hi, Chris. Um, he's given a 3.5. So that's a strong stout, a little salty, spicy. Would make a good comfort drink on a cold night. That's a good take, I like mm, it. Yeah. Mm. Adrian H at the Brewers Cooperative. Big, rich, smooth stout. A nose of dark chocolate and espresso with a with a plate to match. I assume you meant to say palate. I, but I, was, I don't know. But maybe, got a, maybe, maybe, maybe got they a, have matching plates. Maybe so. he's got a plate of chocolate and espresso in front of him. That's fine. <laughs> Nobody's he judging here. Alcohol warm, saline a little bit to finish, 4.5. Saline, now that's a word I should be using, using more often. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's underused, clearly. That's why I chose this one. I went, yes, yep. good word, good word. <laughs> There's Barry? You, you were just complaining about too many words in English. I mean, you could have said salt, but, mm. you know, saline worked better. No, you're right, you're right. Mm. There are benefits to too many words as well. Yeah. Mm. Not all bad English language. They're not all bad. You're okay. I'll, I'll put up with you. You're yeah. okay. I'll, I'll keep speaking you. You're I'll acceptable. You. Exactly. You'll suffice. <laughs> You'll do. You're fine. You're See, the only one I know, so you know, I don't really have a choice. See, I just love the implication is kind of like we're talking the English language that's so sitting at the table with us. I, I could choose to use less of it. I could just go, nope, I'm only using these yeah. 5,000 words. That's it. Proved the approved <laughs> words. The approved words. We go, it's like, no. gonna be like it's gonna be like official French. These are the approved words. No other words. I was, gonna, I was gonna say much like Donald Trump. Yes. <laughs> well, he knows all the best words. Yeah, yeah. the best words. The very best words. The very best words. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Barry, it's Stanmore Bay Beach. With the um, perfect Happy Easter housewarming to me. Five stars. Happy Easter housewarming, man. Yeah. But. Well, oh, all right. Scotto, Scott O, not Scotto. 
Yeah. Um, I, I feel like it's a bit of a wasted opportunity. No location, but he did quadruple badge it. Wow. Nice. nice. Yeah. Um, dark, and, dark and smoky with a hint of saltiness from the oysters. Very good. Double exclamation mark. 4.25. That was very good in um, capitalize. capitalization. Was it capitalized? No, no capitals. It was... Um, it was very um, grammatically correct. Well-written um, comment by Scott O. Good work, Scott O. So given the conversation we were having during the, um, the break, um, at least the venue here is quite amusing. So this is Pug P at a place called All Hail Cthulhu. Um, he, was, uh, he's commented a beast, also yeah. appropriate, 3.5. All right, give me one more, people. Anyone? Andy S at Ortega Fish Shack. Which I actually have been to. It's a very good seafood. It's a seafood restaurant mm. in Wellington that has a very good seafood and amazing craft beer section. One of those restaurants that really takes its um, beer as seriously, takes its food. Anyway, uh, March twenty third. So he's written. He's given it a four, but he's written four point one. So I'm guessing it means if there was a four point one, that's what he would have given it. Solid dry stout, oyster in the front, roast in the back. World world class seafood. Nice. I can imagine this would go very well with a nice mm. seafood platter. Mm. Traps or something? Yeah. Probably not traps. Something fried. It would go really well with some just a old school. Nice. Alrighty. What do we think about this? So I'm going to be really... I don't know. I, I originally gave it a 3.75, but the more I drink it and now that it's warmed up a little bit, I think I'm going to up that to a four it's really nice and the yeah balance of saltiness and just it's got a lot going on and it all works really well very well balanced tasty stout four stars four stars Giles right well if there's something I've learned on this podcast is I should go first because I'm also giving it four <laughs> um, I think I, I, I really like my stouts in general mm. and Stout is definitely something I'm, I'm a fan of. I do like that slightly salty flavour. I like and I, I love the. It's not a very chocolatey one, but it has that. Bit of, it's not bit like a beer. It is chocolate, chocolate, chocolate fish. Yeah, yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. Um, it, it. This is the kind of beer I really like. The only thing is that I. I like a ten percent beer, but I don't like a whole lot of ten percent beer. So, mm. you know, it's nice. This is a really you, nice you, beer you, to have you mean, one. You, you mean you're only having one yes. of these tonight? Well, I, I, I also have to have... We have um, to have the, uh, the Bacchus. Yeah, yeah, there's a Bacchus on tonight. And, oh, and, sure. and let, let me get a uh, little little side note into this. <laughs> um, also on tonight is the... Um, now we have to remember the Borowski. Um, and the Borowski is pretty that's much... That's the Bacchus mm, one, yeah. That's the Bacchus one. It's one of my favourites. And that is, that is a stout... Uh, in a Barossa wine barrel aged for a certain amount of time that I cannot nice. remember. Um, which is what I'll have later. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I've had it three times, apparently. I must really <laughs> like it too. Well, yeah. I think, but, but for the fact that we had two mm. um, Bacchus beers, that would yeah. definitely be yeah. a contender for today. But um, look, this is this is very much like, I, I love this style. Um, mm. it, but I, I feel like... The only problem with it is I want to drink a lot of this, and you just can't drink a lot of it, especially no. on a Monday night. Well, like, not that attitude. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, yeah. You can do all of those. You can things. do all of those. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I just need to point something out there. <laughs> right. 
Um, so this is some kind of visual gag yeah. that's not going to work no, for no. you guys. Yeah. Ooh, okay. So yeah. Oyster Stout Boom. is a distinct distinct uh, category on Untapped. This one just doesn't end up But in this there. is not categorised as an Oyster Stout, even though it's an Oyster Stout. Yeah. Interesting. So, what was your rating up for? I'm giving it a four, which is my way of saying... I thought that was obvious. That was obvious. When he, when he said I'm giving it four... He basically yeah. said the rating at the start. But that would involve me paying attention. Yeah. It's, no, it doesn't even involve you paying attention. Like You, you could really have looked like, it up on Untapped. I mean, yeah, come on. No, no, no. Jeff, what do you rate it? <laughs> I will give it a four. Oh... Because I don't know, I think well, it's better than it's better than the previous beer. It is. It's not like it's not four and a half worthy. So that there's only really one rating you can, you can kind of give it. Four point one. <laughs> if I could give it like three point eight five, I would do that, but I can't. So you realise that is the inevitable end of, of Untapped. Is yeah, there'll be enough mm. people complaining. We'll soon have four point one, and then we'll have four point oh five. This is a downhill slope. Yeah. You're right. And then the slider will just be a pain in the ass, so you'll be trying to slide your rating and be like, No! Why can't I just type it in? Well, the good news is by then the phones will be so big that you'll be able yeah. to like slide your finger all the way. True, we'll all be walking around with tablets in our pockets. Yeah. And yeah, and that's, so cargo pants will that be is back. a topic definitely for a, a podcast. Perhaps not this podcast, yeah. but I think that's definitely... I think we should definitely have a conversation on that on a podcast at some point in time. Anyway, I'm going to reform. Uh, oh, again. Yeah. Wow. wow. Well, I gave the last one through. It's very, very but uncontentious. But we, yeah. we were all for... Oh, yeah. Like contentious. All for one and one yeah. for all. Consensus times four. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Alrighty. We have been the Brunswick Beer Collective. We have been joined by our untapped star, Charles. Plus Jeff. Gee. See you next week. Plus Paul See you next week. I realised I was meant to say something at yeah, that point. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. hi, yeah. I'm Charles. See you. Epic, epic fail. And I've been Chris Shorten, and we'll talk to you all soon. Thank <laughs> you.